What is up, you beautiful human? Hello and welcome back to the Raw, Real and Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Beck Antonucci. I just can't fucking wait to be back in Bali, fam. Spending a few days back home. You know, it's funny, when you come to Bali, you bring things with you that you don't actually use. Like I brought these long maxi dresses. I'm like, bro, I'm never wearing a long maxi dress in Bali. And you forget to bring the things that you actually need. Like when I was coming to Bali, one of my girlfriends asked me if I would bring her toothpaste and soap. I was like, why the fuck would I bring you toothpaste and soap? Sure, I'm going to bring it for you because you asked, but can't you just buy it there? Anyway, I came back to Perth, A, to do the visa run, B, to pick up some things that I needed. My iPhone kept saying low storage, even though I completely deleted fucking everything. So I knew I needed to buy a new iPhone and all the things, but cannot wait to be back on Bali soil this week. back in the heat, out of the rain, and just really back in the place that supports me to thrive. Today's episode is all about a teaching that Bali has provided for me that I have been excavating within myself this past year, and it is my relationship with generosity, but my frustration around being taken from, and then also my relationship with receivership and receiving support, but the noticing that when I receive, because I hate being taken from, I can sometimes go straight into overgiving back to others, but because then I overgive from my receiving, I then create this cycle of resentment. And it's been creating quite a lot of frustration in my life over the past, well, I would say the past 35 years. And I have been really looking at it closely this past 12 months. And specifically in my time working with my nervous system mentor, Carrie Azuma, over the past, say, four months, we've really been diving into this and seeing in all the micro ways that it shows up and I sabotage myself from receiving and create rupture in relationship, not just intimate, but friendship as well, when I overgive after I've received. It is so multi-layered and multifaceted. I hope that you can follow along in a really powerful way. And it's really interesting just to really drill this home as I hit exit from recording my episode. After I record my episode, I always record the intro for what I'm about to share with you. And as I got off, I opened my Instagram and someone sent me a message saying, I've been following you for a really long time and now I've created an app and I would like you to share my app so more people can join my app. I have no idea who this person is. I have never seen this page before in all my life. And all of a sudden they're asking for me to share their app so that they can get more views to their app and more downloads to their app But they've told me they have been following and receiving from me for such a long time that the question that I'm sitting with is why wouldn't you provide value to the person that you're receiving from before you just ask them to promote your thing? And when you show up with taking energy to the world, where do you really block your receiving? Because it doesn't have to be an exchange. But when someone is giving you so much value, if you give back to them abundantly, When you go in for your ask, this is literally the law of reciprocity. When you give, people automatically want to give back to you. So if this app that has apparently been following me for so long had been posting and sharing and tagging, of course, when they launch the app, there's going to be a natural part of me that's like, of course, I want to fucking share what you're up to. But just the, I want your followers to come over to my page, Alone Energy, literally shuts down any desire within the human to want to give back. And this can show up everywhere in life. So my question for you today is, where are you trying to take from life? Where are you being 
generous with life and to others in life from the pure energy and intention of just being generous? And where do you give generously from a place and space of overgiving and the people pleaser running your show? Like I said, this is so multifaceted. This is so multi-layered. I cannot tell you the answer to any of those questions, but you can begin to explore and excavate these questions within yourself and the way that you show up to life because I desire for all of us to give abundantly and generously and to be able to receive abundantly and generously. Fam, I hope you receive so much from today. This is one hell of an episode. Strap yourself the fuck in. Let's fucking go. When you think about the word reciprocity, I am really curious what comes through for you. And when you think about the word generosity, I am wondering what your relationship is with that. And when you think about being an overgiver or a people pleaser, I'm curious if you identify with either and or both. And these are some concepts that I have really been excavating and exploring in my time in Bali. I'm just coming up to the two-month mark of being here in Chenggu. And in this time being in Bali, I've really been using Indonesia as a beautiful teacher of mine and looking at the world and asking the world, what is it that the world, that life, that God is trying to teach me? I really had this concept come up in my work with my nervous system mentor, Carrie Azuma. We've been diving into my relationship with generosity because I have a deep desire to be intensely, immensely generous. But then if I feel like someone is trying to take from me, I get insanely triggered and like, oh my God, if you want to see like bad bitch Beck with her guards up, if I feel the energetic of taking energy coming anywhere near me, it's just like boom, 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 boom. <gasps> but even in the way in which someone asks to guest on my podcast, if I feel like they are only asking for the sole purpose of their voice being heard in front of my audience, but they have actually no desire to give to me, to celebrate me, to share my message online. Like I find it really interesting when someone asks a guest on a podcast. And, it, and for the coaches that are listening, I want you to hear this right now because I really encourage all of my coaches to have their voices heard more widespread in the world, including I give so many of them assignments to literally fucking request, ask to be on people's podcasts. And they'll all be like, how? And something that I love to say is fucking give a shit ton of value to people who you desire to receive from. And in the law of reciprocity, if I have given and given and given and given, naturally people want to give back. Why do you feel like so many clients enroll in my programs? Not just because I'm so fucking good at what I do, but also because I give freely almost every fucking day, which I have done for years on end free content, free breakthroughs, free podcasts. Like women are messaging me telling me that they're having life-changing transformations, not even through paying me to work with me just by consuming my content. So naturally, imagine what the fuck you will receive if you invest in my work. This is very intentional. My mentor Preston Smiles taught this to me. Give and give and give and give and give so fucking freely and you are going to open the fucking floodgates for what you can receive. So it has always been the energetic that I come from every single fucking day when I show up to social media. 
Preston Smiles said to me, Beck, he said this to me three years ago, make sure that women come to your page and they receive breakthroughs by not even paying you. Literally, that has been the forefront of my intention of everything that I do, every post that I put on Instagram, every podcast that I create. Make this support women to receive breakthroughs without investing in me. That way they know that once they choose to enroll in whatever it is that I'm offering, that it is just going to be a fucking incredible experience. That's been my intention from the get-go. And so, say for example, when I have asked big guests to be on my show, say for example, I asked Preston, I asked Alexi to be on my show. I have worked with these humans for years. I have been going to their workshops. I think my first workshop with them was seven years ago. I have been sharing their content. I have been any single time that I reference a teaching that I have received from them, just like what I just fucking did. I literally just told you, Preston taught me three years ago. I don't say that I fucking created that concept and tell my clients to do that. I literally reference the book, the coach, the mentor, the teaching. Like I didn't fucking invent the wheel. People have taught me and supported me to become who I am today. I didn't do it on my own. So whenever I teach something to someone else that isn't mine, I reference that person. Whenever I'm sharing something on my podcast that isn't mine, I reference that person. I have directed so many people into so many different humans' worlds because I'm like, I learned that from that person. I learned this from Carrie. I learned this from Preston. I received this from Alexi. I learned this from Miriam. I'm always referencing the people that it came from so that their communities grow, so that I feel in fucking integrity and that I'm acknowledging the work that my mentors put in before me to support me to become who I am today just feels really fucking good. Again, it feels reciprocal. I'm receiving from them so many lessons. I'm giving back to them gratitude. Then I receive clients and it's just like a wheel goes around. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. And so before I ask my big guests to go on my show, for years I have invested in them, invested time, energy, money. I've done their courses, their workshops. I've shared their shit online. I have done so much to say, I see you. I thank you. I've received so much from you. I share what you're doing. I share your work. And now I'm actually going to request, it would be so meaningful to me to have you as a guest on my show. So when I asked them, it was kind of a guaranteed yes, but I had poured so much energy, gratitude, thanks, appreciation into these humans. And it was a desire to receive and a desire to share them with my world. That was the energetic that I was coming from. Not just like, I want to go on their show. I want them to go on my show because they have so many followers. And then my show is going to get so many listens out of it. Like very, very different energy. Sometimes women will ask to go on my show and the energy will just feel like, ooh, that feels a bit like yuck. (laughs) That feels like you just want to go on my show so that my audience hears your voice. But I don't feel any kind of appreciation, gratitude, thanks. Like you're saying that you love my podcast. I've never seen you share one of them. I've never seen you share a quote or a post or a reel. And now you want me to guest you? It feels very icky. I feel like in the past month, I've had 20 to 30 podcast requests from people who say that they love my podcast, who have never commented, engaged, liked, shared anything. And there's just been this thought and feeling within me like, why the fuck would I host you on my show? I don't feel received. I don't feel appreciated. You haven't invested in my work. You haven't shared an episode that you said was amazing. Why would I guess you? I don't even know what the fuck you do, but why would I guess you? Why would I take my time to host you on my show, my time, my energy, my investment, 
feels like you're trying to take something from me. So for coaches that are listening right now, that desire to be a guest on other people's shows, how can you add value? How can you pour into the person that has gone to the effort to create this community of people who are literally going to tune in and receive from you? How can you be like, I fucking adore your show. I've been sharing it for the past four weeks. My favorite episode was this. The breakthrough that I received was this. And I would love to guest on your show because I feel I could provide your audience so much value beyond X, Y, and Z. Like pour into the person before you just ask to fucking take from them. That's my one bit of guidance for coaches who are like, how do I get on more podcasts? Provide fucking value to the person whose podcast that you want to go on. And the reason this is really coming up for me, again, I've been working on my relationship with generosity and I've been working on this intense guard that I feel if someone is trying to take from me. I'm sure you can probably hear it in my voice, in my tonality around people who request to be on my show. Some people request to be on my show and I'm like, fuck yes, let's go. That just felt like really fucking beautiful. I have an incredible woman, Aston. She's coming up in a few weeks. I've already been on her show. She comments on all my stuff. Anything about relationships, she sends beautiful messages, beautiful DMs. I'm like, oh, this is just going to be a powerful conversation. Of course, I fucking want to go there with you. It feels so reciprocal. It feels like a genuine and a genuine intention of desire to pour into me, pour into the energy that I'm in right now, pour into my audience and add even more value to the experience that myself and my audience are currently in so that you can receive from her, so that I can receive from her. It just feels like everything feels aligned. Like, yes, 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 of course, let's fucking go there. The taking energy just feels like go and create your own fucking podcast, bitch, because you're not coming on mine. And so when I think about this, I've been tuning into the deep work that I have been doing with Carrie around my desire for generosity, to give generously, but also be lovingly boundaried within my generosity, but not be so repelled by taking energy. I've really been looking into this. And I've been allowing Indonesia, I've been allowing Bali to teach me. So I've really been tuning into this teaching and I'm not sure if it's landing for anyone else, but I have this immense desire to be generous, but generous from a energetic of purely being generous with the intention just to be generous without trying to get anything in return. I've been tuning into my distaste and my disgust and the way that taking energy just repels me and how guarded I feel in the face of someone trying to take from me. I've also been tuning into where I feel like when someone is generous with me, how much there's this immediate reaction to overgive. And I'll give you some context. My bank card in Indonesia recently wouldn't withdraw cash from an ATM. I'd booked a driving lesson and they messaged me saying, no card, only cash. And it was 400,000 rupiah, which is $40. I thought, fuck, I'm down to my last 22 Indonesian rupiah. I better quickly run to the ATM now because my session is at 7 a.m. tomorrow. There's a Commonwealth ATM here. Commonwealth is an Australian bank. I run there. I put my bank card in. It receives my bank card. It receives my PIN. I go to withdraw the money and it says transaction declined. I was like, fuck, has my card been scanned? What's going on? Check my bank. There's money there. Okay. Do it again. Transaction canceled. Okay. This is weird. Maybe this ATM is broken. Go to another ATM. Same thing happens. I get this feeling of panic in my body. Like, oh my God. I'm down to my last $22 cash. My card works, but my card doesn't work in an ATM. Now I have to ask for help. 
Like, what the fuck? I've only got one bank card with me. Note to self, never, ever, ever, ever travel with one bank card. I learned this lesson in America, but then I got on a plane so quickly from landing back from America to getting back on a plane to Bali that I didn't sort myself out with another bank card. Idiot. I know what I would have done. All my bank cards will be somewhere in a purse from my beach house that I shoved in a box. Then when I moved to the river house, I would have not gone in that box. Then when I left the river house, I would have been like, minimalism, bitch. Woo! And I would have bin them. So now my bank cards are probably in some fucking bin somewhere in Australia. Now I've got one bank card, which is the dumbest idea in the world. I'm like, oh my God, Rebecca, sometimes you go too YOLO where you really don't set yourself up for success. And now in the face of this, I'm like, I'm traveling with one bank card, even though I committed to myself never to travel with one bank card. And now that bank card won't withdraw cash from the ATM. And now I have to ask someone for help. And now I'm down to the last $22. And now my lesson is tomorrow at 7 a.m. And that's $40. And 7 a.m. is too early in the morning to even ask someone for help right now. So now I have to cancel my lesson. and I'm totally fucked. (laughs) So I'm in panic stations. Not really. I'm just really over-exaggerating this. But I go to bed thinking, all right, Rebecca. You learn what you get to teach. We're up to that time in the fully expressed woman where they're breaking free from their visibility ceiling, where they're breaking free from the fear of rejection, where they're asking people for these courageous things. They're asking to receive no so they can build their resilience to rejection. Well, now you get to ask someone for help. And I found this almost annoyance come up of like, oh, I just want to fix it myself without having to ask someone. And because I could feel that within me, I knew that I had to speak about it. So I put it on my Instagram story. I shared the story about the card, shared the story about being down to my last $22, shared the story about being annoyed by the fact that I had to ask someone for help. And I was even more annoyed that it was attached to money. Like, I just want to fucking sort myself out. I don't want to have to ask someone for money. I was like, Rebecca, you're not asking someone for money. You're asking to transfer someone money who are going to give you back the money that you're giving to them so you can get your own money so that you can actually have money in Bali. You're not like saying, hey, give me $1,000. Even though, really, if you wanted to ask someone for $1,000, fucking go for it, bitch. You deserve to receive. And I just could feel this deep sense of frustration of like, oh my fucking God, I actually have to ask for help. And so I share on my Instagram. Obviously, I've done so much work to build such an incredible community on my Instagram who know, like, love, and trust me. So obviously, what happens? So many people reach out to offer me support, like so many. I had friends coming from Bali, friends from Australia that were coming to Bali that offered to bring me cash friends in Bali who offered to give me cash. And then this other woman who had been connected with me only on that very day, my name had been shared in Steph Gorton's group program. Steph Gorton is a past business coach of mine. My name got shared. And then from my name getting shared in her program, and obviously Steph creates the most amazing community. So because Steph creates amazing community and then Steph shared about me, obviously those women without even knowing who I am already know, like, and trust me based on my relationship with Steph and Steph's beautiful relationship with building incredible, trustworthy, empowering community. So those women come to my page and this woman had only just connected with me on that very day. Her name's Sarah. And she messages me saying, babe, just heard about you and Steph's program. I'm in Changu. I've been stuck in another country without money before. I'd love to help you. And I was like, fuck, community is just the most powerful currency. And how amazing is it to receive help? And I said to her, that would actually be amazing. I can feel as it's getting dark, knowing I'm down to my last $22. It was a Friday night and I was going out with all the girls. I could feel this sense of panic. Even though all my friends were like, what were you panicking about? We would have all given you money. Why were you so stressed? (laughs) I was so triggered by being down to my last $22 cash. 
and needing to ask someone for help and it being attached to money. So Sarah and I meet the ATM and I transfer her just under $850 and she withdraws it and gives it to me. And that was it done. We had a beautiful chat. We said that we'd catch up the next day for lunch. And then do you know what I noticed? Because of my hate for being taken from, when someone gives to me, my immediate reaction is to give back. Because of my deep trigger around being taken from, if anyone gives to me, I immediately go to overgive. This is something that I've really been working on this year. So I turned to Sarah and I say, I'd love to take you out for lunch to say thank you. And she was like, oh no, babe, we can go for lunch, but you just genuinely get to receive my help. And that to me was like, just a reminder in that moment, because as I've been doing this work with Carrie this past year, some of my triggers have been when someone's given to me and I have overgiven back above and beyond that's really been self-abandoning in the face of my overgiving. And then again, I feel taken from and then I feel frustrated. And Carrie, as we've been doing this work, she's been like, it's very interesting. You love to be generous, but you hate to be taken from. But then if someone gives to you, because you hate being taken from, you never want someone to feel taken from by you. So you overgive and then you create the same cycle of, oh my God, I got taken from and now I'm frustrated. Now I have to be guarded. Now I have to protect myself. So it's so deep. And it's something I have been really intensely looking at. The way I give either A to get love or B give to make sure that someone doesn't feel taken from. But once I overgive, I feel taken from and then the cycle just keeps repeating. <laughs> Mind blown. It is so layered. Anyway, I've been looking at that with Carrie. I've also been feeling into this with all the things that are asked of me online and the energy behind when someone is giving or asking from genuinity and from love and from a true desire to receive from me versus when someone is just trying to take from me how guarded I can feel and how energetically I show up so different in the face of that. And then the locals taught me something beautiful here. There is this app and it's called Gojek. And it's kind of just like Uber. It's a very, very cheap Uber system where you can book scooters. And it's like $1.20 to get anywhere. And when I book it, I always book it and I pay cash and I always tip them. And when I tip them, these locals are just so grateful to receive a tip. They earn like fuck all per four kilometers. It's something like 8,000 rupiah, which is like 80 cents for every four kilometers that they drive. And so if you tip them a couple of dollars, they're fucking fizzing because A, you don't have to tip them and B, they're only paid 80 cents per four kilometers and you've just given them a few dollars. Thank you. You can literally see in their facial and physical expressions. Remember our body is a walking, talking library their gratitude, their excitement for what they're receiving in that moment. And now also, if you don't book on Gojet, there's heaps of drivers that just go past you and they beep you and they're like, transport. And it's annoying because if you say yes, they'll pull over on the side of the road and they'll be like, say a normal trip is $1.20 or maybe $2. They'll start at like $20 and they'll be like, bro, come on. I know that I can go on Gojet right now for $1.20. Why are you trying to ask me for $20 when I can go on my app and what I noticed in the face of this, especially when we were leaving nightclubs, because obviously when most people leave nightclubs, they're drunk. They're like, whatever, take my money. Whereas I'm not a big drinker. I drink maybe four to max six drinks. And so I'm never drunk. I don't like being too drunk. And I just don't like the feeling of being too drunk. Maybe a little bit tipsy, a little bit freer in my dancing, but never, ever, ever too drunk. So I'm always conscious. And so I notice when I get out of the nightclub and the drivers come, they're really trying to essentially rip me off, rip you off. I can get on Gojek and I'm like, bro, 
It's $5 to get home and you're asking for like a million rupiah or 500,000 rupiah or whatever the fuck it is that you're asking for. You're trying to take advantage, even though I know that they're so much more disadvantaged financially than what we are in the Western world. I've just found this such an interesting experience because as soon as a driver comes up to me and is trying to take from me, I can feel this part of me that's like, no, don't even want your ride. And when a driver comes up and he is so grateful just to be given a paid ride, there's this part of me that has this deep desire to tip him 10 times more than what he was ever expected. And this is what I find the most mind-blowing thing. The driver that I felt was trying to take from me is asking for the same amount that I'll tip the person that was just grateful to receive my ride. But because he came from the energy of taking, I didn't want to give anything at all. And immediately I feel this energy of just like, get away from me. I'm not going to give you anything now. You have literally blocked my willingness and my desire to be generous with you. By you wanting to take, I no longer want to give. This driver, because you were so grateful just to receive the ability to give me a ride and you're so kind, now I want to give abundantly to you. And this has shown up so many times. One of my drivers, his name is Katut. On the day that we went to Ubud, he was just so reasonable. He was so happy to give me a ride. On the ride, on the way there, he's like, Miss Rebecca, you must drink water. Stops and takes me to the Quickie Mart. I call them the Quickie Mart, but like basically the 7-Eleven. He goes, you must drink water. You must be healthy. You must drink water. I get a cold bottle of water out of the fridge. I hadn't eaten. I got this little ice cream snack for kids. And I go up to the front desk. He's like, no, Miss Rebecca, I must pay for it for you. I was like, Katut, I'm not going to let you pay for it for me. He's like, no, Miss Rebecca, you must. I was like, no, I'll pay for your things. Because he was being so generous, I'll pay for your things, but I won't. He was buying cigarettes as well. Like, Katut, I do not align with cigarettes. I'll pay for all your things, just not the cigarettes. And it was just so beautiful that he like stopped and made the effort, wanted me to drink water because it was hot, wanted me to have a snack because I hadn't eaten. They're so disadvantaged financially in comparison to us in the Western world, but he still wanted to pay for it. And I'm like, oh my God, you didn't try to rip me off. You wanted to pay for my water and my snack. At the end of my ride, what did I want to do? Fucking pay him 10 times more than what he asked for. But the guy that was trying to rip me off, he would have got the exact same amount that he asked for, that he wanted to start at the high price and negotiate all the way down. I was like, I can't be fucked with that. The one that was so generous got what the taking energy wanted to receive from me just by being generous. And all that was different, like the number ended up being the exact same. What was different? The energy, the energy behind it. And so I've really been sitting with, where do I give generously to life? Because when I give generously to life, life fucking gives back to me so abundantly. And where, Rebecca, are you trying to just take? Where am I just trying to get? Even with like my needs around Jake, where was I just giving so generously to Jake? Because he just fucking deserved to be so generously loved and poured into and given to from the fact that he was my partner and he is a beautiful man and he deserved to receive abundantly from me and and not from overgiving and not from people pleasing but just from I desire to give generously and then we just get to tune into where am I giving just because I want to get back where am I giving from my people pleaser um the part of me that wants to overgive to protect others from feeling like they're being taken from me like it is so nuanced there's so many fucking layers and levels to this I don't even know if you're following me right now but I'm just mind blowing at the excavation of this conversation because 
I desire to give generously to life, but I don't want to give from overgiving. I don't want to give to only get in return. I desire to give from the energetic of just desiring to give generously. Even just tuning into where have I been giving generously with the desire to get back in return. I was even reflecting on Jake and my relationship around our intimacy and how I showed up to it in the past one year. And I would ask him lots of questions about sex. And I recognized that I was not asking Jake questions about sex with the desire to explore his relationship to sex for him to share with me vulnerably. I was asking him questions to be able to receive the kind of sex life that I wanted from him. Like I was trying to take. The question alone had taking energy attached to it. I'm going to ask you these questions about sex because I'm, my needs met sexually, so I'm asking you this just so that I get that. It's not generous. It's not abundant energy. I do not know if this is even making sense to anyone right now but me, but oh my God, it's been blowing my mind. And so I really just would love for you to consider what really is your relationship with generosity? What is your relationship with receiving? If you think about the law of reciprocity, where in life are you just over giving and not opening the floodgates for you to receive as well? We get to give and receive, give and receive, give and receive. We can't be a great giver if we're not a great receiver. Obviously, I am working on receiving more, receiving more support and making sure that once I do receive, that then I don't overgive and block the flow anyway. That has been what I've recognized has been a part of my downfall around my own receivership, receiving, overgiving, creating resentment, blocking myself anyway. Also being really in the consideration of where in relationship have I been giving or asking so that I could show the person that I kind of wanted them to receive, but really with the intention just for me to receive anyway. Well, that's taking energy. No wonder Jake didn't actually respond to the questions that I was asking him. They weren't from pureness. They weren't from desire. They weren't from the energetic of, I want to know this about you. It was done with that same almost like podcast energy of like, I want your followers to hear my message. I want my pleasure with you to be a 10 out of 10. So I'm going to ask you these questions so that I can get this experience, but not because I really desire to know this about you. Where in life are you taking from it? And where in life can you show up generously knowing that life will always give back to you so fucking abundantly? So nuanced, so many layers. I can't tell you how you're showing up to life. I can't tell you when you're being generous. I can't tell you when you're giving from your people pleaser or your overgiver. I can't tell you when you're taking. I can only ask you questions so that you can start to excavate, carry Azuma's favorite word that she's given to me, which is now my favorite word other than aliveness, so you can excavate this within you. What is my relationship with generosity? What is my relationship to receiving? When someone gives to me, do I immediately go back to give to them tenfold? And then does that create resentment within me? Because now I've overgiven. Where am I blocking myself from the life that I really desire? How can I support my own abundance by allowing myself to receive and allowing myself to give generously and not blocking the fucking flow? I hope that today was super powerful, a different conversation. I've been talking about it a lot. I really hope that it's landed for you. It's a super potent, important conversation for me this year. It's created a lot of frustration and resentment within me with people I really love and care for when I've overgiven to them. I did it in my relationship with Jake in other ways. 
yes, I tried to take from him, say, in our conversation around sex, but then I overgave in terms of moving into the home as a form of support. And that was done from resentment. So then I felt taken from, and then the loop began again. And then that only created rupture within our relationship. So you getting really clear on this conversation is actually going to support your relationship with others to thrive. Fuck. I'm going to stop now because I really feel like, oh my God, this has brought up so much fire within me that I just want this episode to release so I can hear exactly what you received. If you loved this episode, if I fucking actually penny dropped some fucking thing in your fucking mind, I would love to hear it. Please, if you're a coach that wants to be guest on my podcast, that's us and not shared a single fucking thing of what I've ever had to say. I really invite you to share some of my stuff and share the breakthroughs that you're receiving so that I know who you are so you don't just show up in my DMs one day like, hey, I want to be a guest on your show. You could share this. You could share the message that you receive from this. You could share other people's messages as well. If you are one of my beautiful, incredible, raw, real and vulnerable community who love, love, love this episode, I'm not sure if you've seen me posting online a lot lately, I am manifesting Spotify exclusively signing me. Like it's fucking happened. I believe that manifestation is what's happening in the right now moment. And one day you're going to be like, has she been signed by Spotify? She keeps saying that she has been signed by Spotify because I believe that manifestation is saying it's happened in the right now moment. Like speaking in I am, speaking in present tense, speaking that Spotify has fucking exclusively signed raw, real, and vulnerable. Literally. I am signed, fam. I'm in the energy right now of being signed, already signed. Like the email is in my inbox as soon as I hit stop recording. Right here, right now, Spotify are waiting to exclusively fucking sign my show, which means, do you know what this means? It means because I am exclusively signed by Spotify, now my message around herpes stigma is so much more viral. Do you find that word funny? Because the herpes virus is a virus. But now I'm going to be shared virally online because Spotify has signed me. Now, after a year of going viral on Spotify through my exclusive deal, Happy Sigma doesn't exist anymore. Like, oh my fucking God, the brilliance that is being created by this podcast being exclusively signed by Spotify in the right now moment. Like, I shut this down and the email is already fucking there. Happy Sigma no longer exists in 2025. What will we all fucking do with our lives? Probably face off with our childhood trauma. <laughs> Probably face off with our deep love and self-acceptance that we're all deeply yearning and craving for. Oh my God, I've totally like lost it now. But if you do desire for me to be signed exclusively by Spotify, even though it's already happened, I would love for you to continue to share this show. Like, subscribe, leave me a review, share it to your story and tag me so that I can share it as well. Fam, I'm going to shut the fuck up because I've really gotten carried away. I hope you loved today's episode just as much as I love for recording it. See you next week, fam. Have the most beautiful, brilliant day. Let's fucking go. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're desiring more from me right now, firstly, I love your eagerness. And secondly, let's make it happen. Check out the link in my show notes where you can receive more information on my books, breakthroughs, online webinars, all upcoming courses and programs, and how you can get started on your journey within my world today. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And trust me, you won't want to miss this episode.